letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Monday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include an update on carjackings in Ramsey County, the heroic rescue of a dog that was stuck in mud, and predictions of big increases in diabetics. But we begin with the shooting death of a Fargo police officer who's from St. Michael, Albertville, over this past weekend. He was a member of our family, and he's been taken from us far too soon. And it's a tragedy. An emotional press conference in Fargo, North Dakota, with the police chief there talking about Jake Wallant, who was shot and killed in the line of duty on Friday afternoon. An individual who was also a military veteran serving in the Minnesota National Guard, went on numerous deployments, including Afghanistan, served his country, came back here, and wanted nothing more but to serve in a position with purpose and meaning. The 23-year-old was from St. Michael, Minnesota, and had served in the Minnesota National Guard. He joined the Fargo Police Force in April. Susie Jones, News Talk 830-WCCO. Jared Esler is entering his 13th year as St. Michael Albertville High School football coach. It had hit him hard over the weekend when he found out one of his students and players died while on duty as a Fargo police officer. Jake Walleen was 23 years old and on the police force for only three months when he died in a shootout on Friday. Esler not only coached Jake, he had him as a student in his psychology class. Jake just always had a smile. He was, you know, always contributing to discussions and just kind of like a joy to be around. You know, he brought energy to the field into the classroom and uh, somebody who liked to joke around and always had a good one-liner for you. He was just, you know, like a genuinely, genuinely good person. Esler was in the Fargo-Moorhead area last weekend. Had been kind of following the story, um, you know, and just as kind of, you know, interested kind of community members. Mm -hmm. And then then all of a sudden it really, really hit home when uh, we knew there was, you know, not only a Fargo connection, but an STMA connection. Funeral services are not complete. Esler says just about everyone in the STMA community has been talking about the shooting. Al Schock, Newstalk 830, WCCO. Ramsey County officials are crediting a new grant-driven youth intervention program for a downward trend in carjackings and auto thefts. Both skyrocketed during the pandemic, primarily at the hands of juveniles. Under Sheriff Mike Martin says the program includes community navigators who work directly with at-risk families, offering things like chemical dependency and mental health treatment or employment. He says it's important to intervene before things get out of hand. We've even seen some of these auto theft groups starting to feud with each other and kind of mimic street gangs, and we want to try to Um, get kids out of that beforehand. Martin says this year they've seen a dramatic decrease in the number of carjackings and auto thefts are down 30% from the same time last year. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830, WCCO. Minneapolis police are looking for the person who shot and killed a 15-year-old girl early this morning. It happened early this morning near the intersection of West 25th Street and Girard Avenue South in the uptown neighborhood of Minneapolis. The area was blocked off with police tape while officers and investigators were seen canvassing the area for anything that could tell them what happened. 
The teenager did receive emergency treatment, but police say she died at the scene. In a statement, police say circumstances surrounding the incident are unknown. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. This is Laura Oaks. The investigation continues after a man died early Sunday morning in a single car crash on Hiawatha Avenue south of downtown Minneapolis. Police say the woman who was driving may have been impaired. She was injured and taken to HCMC. The man was declared dead at the scene. A gun also was found in the vehicle. Excessive high speed on Minnesota roadways continues to be a problem. More than halfway through 2023, statistics show there have been more than 50 speed attributed highway deaths in the state. Minnesota Traffic Safety Director Mike Hansen. To be that high already at this point in the year, um, it is really terrifying for me. Now, it's not as bad as we were in, in 2022, um, but it is still much higher than we were seeing pre-pandemic. Hansen told WCCO Steve Thompson those numbers are higher than we've seen in more than a decade. The pandemic changed something within our society, and we have to change that back because all of us have to depend on each other to follow the rules of the road. Hansen also pointed out that state troopers a year ago issued more than 1,100 tickets for speeds in excess of 100 miles per hour. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. There's new information from the Centers for Disease Control on skin cancer. The CDC recently released an alert warning people that overexposure to ultraviolet rays causes most cases of melanoma, which is the deadliest kind of skin cancer. Burning obviously has caused damage to your skin cells, which in the future, because they've been damaged, can develop into skin cancer. That's Alina Healthcare dermatologist. Julie Schmidt, she says the idea that the risk of getting skin cancer all happens before you turn 18 is not necessarily true. You know, obviously we want to protect children so they don't damage their skin, but it is, you know, continuing to protect your skin older in life has significantly reduced the risk of skin cancer. So it's good to keep protecting. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. The Minnesota Department of Agriculture now has a list of drought resources on its website as the lack of substantial rain is making the entire state abnormally dry. Minnesota Ag Commissioner Tom Peterson told Vanita Sakhar on the WCCO Morning News that this information is essential as the state heads toward another extremely dry summer for the second time in three years. I was looking at the drought monitor from, uh, you know, two years ago. Uh, we were a little bit ahead of where we are today. But the potential's there to be really severe like we had in 2021. We have the worst drought in 40 years. We understand what's going to be available, whether it's uh, assistance from the federal government, uh, you know, low-interest loans from the state. We have to understand when irrigation permits might be turned off for farmers. Peterson today is headed to Little Falls for a meeting to discuss options for Minnesota farmers. We understand what's going to, we understand what's going to be available, whether it's uh, assistance from the federal government, uh, you know, low-interest loans from the state. We have to understand when irrigation permits might be turned off for farmers. U.S. Agriculture Undersecretary Jeannie Moffat is part of today's meeting in Little Falls. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. This is Laura Oaks. The 13-year-old St. Bernard is back home in Carver County after a group of canoers were able to dig him out of deep mud along the Mississippi River. The canoe trip was a bachelor party for Mitch White, who talked with WCCO-TV. We were feeding it and giving it water, but the dog seemed like it had already uh, used up all of its energy. And we were trying to figure out what to do, and I was like, my fiance Kelly, probably won't marry me if we don't get this dog out of here. <laughs> 
The guys used their oars to dig around the dog for about a half an hour before first responders arrived to finish the job. The dog, whose name is Ed, was returned to his owner, George Niskanen. He says Ed likes to roam, but usually comes back, and this time he was gone for about a day. Drama at the Duluth Air Show this past weekend. A member of the U.S. Navy Leapfrog's parachute team was hurt yesterday while performing at the Duluth Air Show. Officials say the parachutist hit the ground hard and was treated at the scene before being airlifted to St. Mary's Hospital in Duluth. The stunt included another member of the team with the jumpers locking legs in midair. The second jumper was able to land safely. Names are not released and there's no information on the injured person's condition. The air show is scheduled to end today adjacent to the Duluth International Airport. Al Shock, News Talk A30, WCCO. Right in the midst of summer tourism traffic, a major section of downtown Stillwater's Main Street will be closed for the next few months. MnDOT crews are installing new water mains and storm sewer utilities, upgrading sidewalks and installing a new signal system at Chestnut Street. The project is in conjunction with a new pedestrian bicycle plaza that should be completed by early fall. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. A recent study projects that 1.3 billion people will have diabetes by 2050. And a local doctor says there's more than just genetics at play. Endocrinologist Lisa Chow says it starts with diet and will take more than eliminating a few cheat days. You know, there's a difference between like a one-off, right, like the state fair or the 4th of July, and sort of continuous excessive caloric intake. Chow says these projected numbers are not overblown, and it would take tackling a different epidemic to make a change. Type 2 diabetes, which is the more common diabetes, and that tends to occur in people who are overweight, obese, but it's very much related to obesity. While no change is a one-size-fits-all solution, doctors recommend incorporating whole foods and making lifestyle changes rather than fad dieting. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. And finally today, the price of airline flights is dropping, which is good news for those looking to book a vacation in the next couple of months. Gunnar Olson with Twin Cities-based Thrifty Traveler says even if you have already booked a flight, you can still save money. People can rebook and get a voucher for the difference in their flight or just rebook entirely and pay a brand new rate that uh, might be much, much lower than what you paid for at the beginning. So a really good opportunity for travelers, whether you have a flight booked or not. Olson telling Vanita Sakar on the WCCO Morning News that because flights were so expensive earlier this year, fewer seats were sold by the airlines, leading to the price reductions. Olson says the lowest prices right now are for domestic flights in the U.S. as well as to Western Canada. International flights that are becoming more affordable are trips to places like Iceland and Chile. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830, WCCO. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830, WCCO.